Changing perspectives. Good day, everyone. This is Pastor Cindy Jacobs, and welcome to Changing Perspectives. Today, I want to talk to you about praying for yourself. And if I have to give an, a title to this week's podcast, I would call it "Speak to Me." Praying, in its essence, may seem like something that is understood. Or maybe we assume that it is something that is understood. Why? Because we learn about prayer in terms of its basics. We understand that when it comes to prayer, we need to pray daily. We need to pray regularly to make sure that we are in contact with God. But sometimes the dynamics of prayer gets confusing. Because we don't always understand the heart of God concerning prayer. Sometimes we forget the necessity of praying for ourselves, and of course, our prayer life cannot just be self-centered. We need to be led by the Holy Spirit as well, and Holy Spirit will lead us into a place where we intercede for others. And so, as you can see, there needs to be a balance in our prayer lives, where we not only pray for others, but we are comfortable with praying for ourselves. We need to be aware of the seasons we find ourselves in, because every season will require a different character from you, in terms of your prayer life. Your prayer will have different voices. It will have a different purpose depending on the season it finds itself itself in. So, how can anyone take responsibility for our prayer lives if we don't even know how to pray for ourselves? You see, we often speak about how we need to intercede for others. We often say to people, "I'm praying for you, my brother. I'm praying for you, my sister. I'm putting you in my in my prayer notebook, and I will be interceding for you." How many times do we put ourselves in that prayer book? How many times do we just come before God? And we just become vulnerable with Him. We just lay ourselves out before God, and we pray for ourselves. In the book of John seventeen, John seventeen one to two, Jesus spoke these words, or He spoke a word and said. While he lifted up his eyes to heaven, and he said, "Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son may glorify you, as you have given him authority over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him." Jesus, in a moment 
of darkness, in a moment of difficulty, in a moment of sweating and not understanding what his next step, or rather struggling, struggling towards his next step. Jesus prayed for himself. He understood the principle of praying for himself. In his darkest hour, he lifted his head and he asked the Father to work in his weakness. He saw the cross and he saw where he was going. He saw the agony that he would be going through. He saw the fact that he would be bleeding and he would be mocked and he understood the season that he would be entering into. Jesus was scared and Jesus prayed for strength. He prayed for faith and he prayed for courage. Ladies and gentlemen, we cannot go through a valley without prayer. How many times have you asked others to pray for you when you go through your darkest moments? But can I ask you the question, as many prayer requests as you have sent out, have you taken the time to pray for yourself? Have you taken the time to pray for yourself in your darkest moments? Have you taken the time to pray for yourself when you felt that your strength has left you and you didn't know how to continue in life and you didn't know what to say? There is power in praying for yourself. I cannot think of anybody, anybody, as much as our situations may be difficult, I cannot think of any one of us that could have gone through something as bad as Jesus. And yet the Bible says he prayed for himself. He said, Father, glorify me so that I may glorify you. Jesus understood that praying for himself would strengthen him. It would give him faith and it would encourage him to do what he needs to do. Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, we use intercession, praying for others, as an escape because we don't know how to pray for ourselves. Sometimes we are even Guilty, or we feel guilty when there is prayer time given to ourselves. Yet how? How can we strengthen others if we ourselves have not been strengthened? And it is in the prayer room. It is in the place, in the most intimate place with God, that you can bring your very prayer your very, your deepest, darkest hurts, the things that concern you the most before God. And here's the thing, God will strengthen you. Here's the thing, God will hear you and he will reach out his hand and supply your need according to his riches in glory. You know, I remember 
when God gave me this word where he said, you need to start praying for yourself. You need to start taking time praying for yourself because you praying for yourself is just as important to me as you praying for others. And I remember at that moment when God spoke to me, it really felt like a weight that left my shoulders because I'm one of those people that thought that I needed to sacrifice myself so that others may be okay. And sometimes we have a sick mentality where we think that God only wants us to pray for others. And yes, it is that way for a mature Christian. God will speak to you about others and you will begin to pray for them and you will break through for them and you will stand in faith for them. But that does not mean that God does not see your needs as important. It's important that we pray for ourselves. It's important that we don't feel guilty about praying for ourselves. You know, God reminded me that talking about me and the things that bother me is just as important to him. We allow him into our situations by telling him our situation. This gives him entry. This gives him entry. This gives him permission to enter in so that he can come and fix it. It's all good and well to speak to your friends out there, to speak to everybody out there and have a prayer request and say, I have a prayer request. Please, will you pray with me? It's good to do that. That is what we do as a community of believers. But why put the accountability solely on someone else to pray for you? Because God needs your voice for him to enter into your situation. I truly believe that we are in a season where God is saying, speak to me, speak to me, tell me your things, tell me the things that's bothering you, tell me the things that's weighing you down, tell me the things that you don't know how to manage and how to handle. Because when we come to his throne and we lay down our heavy burdens, when our yoke, our, we lay down something that is heavy, we are heavy laden and burdened and we lay down our burdens, he makes our yoke easy. Suddenly things become easier. And God is saying, I can help you, but you need to speak to me, speak to me, believe that I can help you. He doesn't only want to, he doesn't only just want to hear these things. He wants to enter into our situations and he wants to help us. There needs to be a balance in our prayer life where we speak to God about others but we also need to make time to speak to God about ourselves. Do not neglect telling him about you and the things that bother you. Jesus was so natural 
when he spoke to the Father and he said to the Father, glorify me so that I may glorify you. It's a very deep prayer. It's a prayer of deep struggle. In no way is Jesus praising himself or wanting to receive praise by saying, glorify me. In fact, he is saying, help me, Lord, help me, Father, to enter into a place of obedience because right now I am struggling and I don't know what to do. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I am struggling. I'm at a weak place. I am weak in my spirit and in my mind, but I'm asking you to glorify me so that I can glorify you. You see, he can only be glorified. God can only be glorified when we obey him. And Jesus was struggling at that point. Am I going to obey God? Am I going to obey God and go through this devastating process? He submitted at the end because he prayed for strength. He prayed for courage. And he asked God for faith. You may be in a place where you are struggling. You are not just struggling with your situation, but you are struggling with yourself. Don't put all the responsibility of prayer for you on other people. Take responsibility for praying yourself out of your difficulty. Let God show you In prayer, that you are victorious. It is not a cop-out to pray for yourself. Allow him in and allow him to fix the situation. Let us go into a time of prayer. Father, I decree and I declare over each and every person listening to the sound of my voice. I pray that you would no longer feel guilty in your prayer time when you need to speak to God about the things that so sadly and sorely presses you down. Today, you are set free and your communication levels with the Father will be effortless. It will be easy. It will flow and you will speak to the Father in a natural way and you will tell him the things that bother you and it will become like a conversation as you sit at his feet and he begins to wash you and he washes away each and every form of struggle and he refreshes you and the fragrance that will come from you will be a fragrance that will set you up for a new day. I decree and I declare over you that you are walking into newness and you will begin to pray for yourself like you have never prayed before. You will be led by Holy Spirit as he prays through you and he takes you into a place of victory. You will pray yourself into victory. I speak it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Changing Perspectives. I hope to catch you next week again. But before we go, please don't forget to check out my book on Amazon called Changing Perspectives Every Day by Cindy Jacobs. I look forward to next week's session and I pray 
that the blessing of the Lord will fall on you every single day and that you will walk in the favor of our Heavenly Father. God bless and take care. Love, so unworthy, extremely undeserving My life was nothing close to perfect, you said he was worth it How do you even love Miss Stew when I just keep rebelling? You took my broken wretched soul, somehow you gave it meaning No longer undeserving, the cross has made me worthy My high priest forever is the road that you have chosen And there's nothing that could ever make you love me less Cause me without Jesus, your love, you I would be a shell of nothingness too much, oh, too much, oh, excess love, oh. Jesus, you love me too much, oh, too much, oh, too much, oh, excess love, oh. Jesus, you love me too much, oh, too much, oh, too much, oh, excess love, oh. Jesus, you love me too much, oh, too much, oh, too much, oh, excess love, oh, your love is kind, kindness, your love is patient, you feel my heart. Peace and joy. Well, you're amazing. You make my life feel brand new, brand new. Oh, your promises are yes. And amen. You're not a man. You never lie. No, no, no. Amazing grace, I've seen deaths of boys who were half my age, and though I grew up in the streets where we were once behaved, see I always felt protected every single day, because you built a hedge, round about me and you never let me stray too far away from you, I broke your rules, I'm naked, I should hike from you, but you told me son, I promise I ain't mad at you, I hate your sin, but I would always be in love with you. I was on the cross, and yeah, you know I took the nails for you. I'm black for you. There ain't nothing that I wouldn't do for you. And I don't want slaves. I just want to be your friend to you. So if you take my hands, I promise that I will walk with you. My love is unconditional. Don't you let them lie to you. Religion is a lie. It makes you feel like how your mouth for you. Well, I your mouth for you. But not to hurt you and punish in any way. Loving you is what I'm out to do. Yeah.